0: My job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this... Gonna jump right on in here. <laughs> hi, hi, <laughs> how are you? I had to process what you said <laughs> there for a second. <laughs> well, we're gonna just you know jump in on the podcast. It's kind of weird, I don't have an 11 pound thing in my arm scratching at know. us. Oh, yay! It's so, both the hubby and the baby are sleeping. Yes, they're both <laughs> taking their afternoon naps. Oh, I wish I could have an afternoon nap. Yeah. I do too, but I have a toddler as well, so he doesn't take those. Does no, he? but he does let me take naps. Oh, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll set an alarm on my phone, and I go, "Hey, honey, when the, when my phone goes off, you can wake mommy up." And so he'll sit there, and I've woken up to him staring at my phone, like <laughs> that's cute. So, but he does wake me up if he needs something. So. But he does let me take naps; it's kind of nice. <laughs> that is nice. What a good kid. Most of the time, yeah. He has his moments. Well, you know, he's three. <laughs> what do you want? True. They, they say go. it's terrible twos, but it's not. I think three is the worst. Three hasn't been bad. Oh, man. Three was horrible. Two thing. wasn't bad either. You know, they still suck. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to test me, especially so he'll have two days where daddy's off, and then after daddy leaves to go to work again, then it's back to testing mom. Mm, so I put my foot down again, and then he's like, meh. I think it's a normal mom. thing where kids are just, they're really bad for mom, but they're great for dad. I heard... This Or not heard, but I guess I read something online that the reason why kids are more misbehaved from moms is because they keep all that pent-up energy of whatever's going on throughout the day. And then as soon as they're with mom, it's that, like, safe haven. And so they release everything. I don't like Because it. it's, you know, you're, you, you make them feel safe and comfortable. So all that pent-up emotions that they have, they just release it when they're with mom. So I have to make it that they don't feel safe or comfortable around me? Well, you're... Kids are, what, six and nine? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. I think yeah. it's a little late for that. Ugh, darn it. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. It's, it's nice, I guess, but, you know, they suck for me. They're great for their dad, though. Although there has been a couple times where they've sucked for him, so. That's good. Yeah, at least it's really not just me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> my son will test my husband as well, but I think he tests me more often. Yeah. But it's great because if my husband's at work, I'm like, do you want me to tell daddy what you just did? And he instantly like, no, (laughs) and then he's good. So it works. I I do. I find that hilarious when my kids do something wrong. I said, I'm going to tell your dad. They freak out. But I'm like, what is he going to do? Really? (laughs) Hey, As long as it works. I'm worse than he is. (laughs) I know. This is the second time we're actually recording. I didn't like the last episode. Round two. So we're doing it again. It's only because I felt rushed and I just didn't like it. So I had a little extra time to do research, but now I'm not going to have as much time to do editing. So whatever. Yeah, but I think it's better to have decent content and a fun story versus rushed, Rushed. but perfectly edited. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't going to be perfectly edited no matter what. Well, that's because we had a grunting baby. I know. (laughs) And today we don't. That's all right. I do love the little baby, though. He's so sneaking cute. He is adorable. He's sleeping better. Oh, good. So putting him on a diet maybe is helping? Well, he's puking less. Oh, well, that's good. And the gas drops are helping because uh, Dr. Yeah. said it was calicky. So he's, do- he's doing better. He actually went seven hours without eating. Dang. And the only reason he did that is because he had this, thir- like, thir- in 30 minutes I can feed him. Because mm-hmm. I do every three hours or... Basically, it's your three-hour mark, and then whenever you're hungry, I'll feed you, and then your three hours start again. Ooh. So we had thirty minutes before I could feed him, and he fell asleep. Nice. He didn't wake up until two o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you actually slept. I did not get well. any sleep in that. Oh. Because my husband had a bad day at work, <sighs> and so I got th- I put the toddler I put the baby to bed. I put the toddler to bed. I had like thirty minutes of me time. That's nice. Something. Yeah. Then my husband came home. He had a bad day at work and he wanted to vent. Mm. And so by the time I went to bed, it was an hour after the baby re-woke up again. So it's not like he woke me up because I was still awake. Yeah. So I fed him, put him back to bed, and then went to bed myself. Well, you're going to need a week just to sleep. Uh, Like I keep saying, what is this sleep stuff you keep (laughs) talking about? After lunch today at work, I think I ate too much because I almost went into a food coma. Because I was sitting there at my desk, and I'm like, I could just take a nap right now. That's how I was when I was sitting on the couch when you texted me. Yeah? My husband just cooked dinner. And my husband is an amazing cook. So he had steak with the sautéed onions, mm. rice, vegetables, and then he made me a milkshake. Ooh. And I had one and a half servings of food. And so I'm sitting there on the couch. My, my three-year-old's playing with this tablet my infant's sleeping. My husband's half asleep. I'm like, I'm ready to pass out. And then you texted me. And then I texted you. So I took advantage of the sleeping baby, and I came over. Yay! Well, I'm sorry you didn't get to sleep. That's okay. My bad. Sorry. I'll get you back. Okay. One of these days, I'm like Heather. Take my kids. I'm taking a day out. Okay. <laughs> I'll take them for an hour or two while you sleep. Okay. I don't care. Okay. It's kind of nice being off work. Yeah. My husband actually asked me if I was ready to go back to work or not. Uh-huh. I'm like, what, well, you tired of me being home? He goes, no, the house is fantastic. It's clean. The laundry's done. The dishes are kept up. The yard's picked up. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of miss work, but at the same time, I'm really enjoying this, you know, home mom thing. thing. Yeah. And he looks at me and his eyes get really big, like wanting to ask the question if I want to be a stay-at-home mom or not yeah and before he had a chance to ask the question I'm like no honey I still want to go back to work (laughs) I'm just enjoying my time off (laughs) man I want to be a stay-at-home mom Tyler won't let me my husband would let me if I asked him but I think I would go stir crazy after the first couple months like I'm only six weeks in and I have an infant but I know I'm going back to work so I'm planning for that yeah I think after, like, a year or so, I'm like, okay, I need something other than toddler talk. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's where I think it would get me. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. Woo! Yay! On this Friday the 13th, I'm going to read you a weird fact. Is it 13th related? No. Done. I don't know. If the random one I open up to is about Friday the 13th, sure, but I don't think there's one in here. Did you know that most burglaries occur in the winter? Yes. I didn't know that. I feel like it should be opposite. Why? It's too cold to be out robbing people's houses. You should do it in the warm weather. Not necessarily. Or is it because in the winter it's darker longer? Is that why? I don't know the necessary reason why, but statistics shows that more burglaries happen in the afternoon and cold weathers. Hmm. However, personally, I feel like it would be wiser to do it during like the summer and fall when people are out of their houses more often. Yeah, it's warmer, and a lot of people tend to take vacations in the winter time to go to warmer weather, so homes are left open more often. Yeah, but that's only people who are either too old to have kids or too young to have kids in school. Because I'm sorry, but during the winter, kids are in school. I'm not going on vacation. Yeah, we're about to do in the Christmas season when there's more stuff, more valuable stuff in the house because you just bought stuff in the stores. I'm going to go Home Alone style on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they did. True. That's I don't why know. I you, that's just like these baby powder and fire extinguishers, right? That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's weird. All right. So, as you alluded to, our. Episode this week is going to be on Friday the 13th. I'm so excited. I love Friday the 13th. Why? You know, it's always been lucky for me. I've never had bad things happen to me on Friday the 13th. Really? Mm Hmm. Hmm. I've always just really enjoyed it. In fact, as a kid, I used to have a shirt that was dedicated for Friday the 13th. Like the movie? No, like just... The day? The day. Interesting. Yeah, my mom thought it for me, and I wore it every Friday the 13th until it didn't fit me anymore. That's really funny. She also bought it, like, seven sizes too big, so I was able to grow <laughs> into it. That's great. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> I wish I still had it. You kind of care about Friday the 13th, but the opposite way. So you're looking forward to tomorrow. I do, and I do. I, I am glad that I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> because, I know this is going to sound weird, but in first responders in hospital settings, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th and full moons are horrible days to work, because crazy shit happens and and just, it's bizarre. Or, it really is bizarre working in a hospital setting Yeah. during Friday the 13th or full moons. Yeah. So there's this meme going around. So this Friday the 13th, someone has been saying that it's also a full moon. Yes. It's not true. What? The full moon is on the 14th. Still. But. It bleeds in, especially if yes, night there, shift. There are three days where it appears the moon is completely full. Yeah. Which will be Friday the 13th the fourteenth and the fifteenth. But the fourteenth is technically the day of the full moon. I don't think the crazies realize that and they just go with the three days. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they do this whole three days. I don't really For know how experience. that. Works. I think they go with the three days. <laughs> Alright. Well we're gonna go go through Friday the thirteenth. We're gonna start off talking about the fear of the number thirteen. There is a phobia up for the fear of the number 13 and the whole reason i know how to say this word is because of friends the tv show friends i love it i watch it every night when i go to bed literally every night she even has it on my own netflix i do she comes to my house i will turn it on because that is my go-to show it's just i know every episode by heart i've seen every episode ever over 10 times i can be honest the only episodes (laughs) i've watched are the ones that you have played in my house they're really good i'll have to play you this episode okay but so the whole reason is friends. So the fear of the number thirteen is triskaidekaphobia. I I don't even have a comment for that. <laughs> triskaidekaphobia. I wish you guys could see my face because it's just <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce that. There is a fear of Friday the thirteenth. There is another phobia name for that, which, which is frigza triskaidekaphobia. Say that five times fast. <laughs> um, Frigg is a Norse goddess who actually was the one who inspired the name of for Friday. Hmm. So that's why it's Frigg triskadecaphobia. Gotcha. Yes, that would be the fear of Friday the Thirteenth. I guess negative superstitions have been going around the number thirteen for quite a while. No one actually really knows why or where this came from. In fact, a lot of cultures think that the number twelve is a lucky number. Twelve days of Christmas, twelve months. There's twelve zodiac signs. There are there were twelve gods in Olympus. Twelve tribes of Israel. Interesting. Yeah. Twelve is good. So I guess we're going to talk about why thirteen would be bad. I'm curious because I honestly don't know. I just know that every time Friday the Thirteenth happens, is It's been good. I've enjoyed it. Unless I was working. And good for you. Well, you would get along well with the Italians. The Italians think the number 13 is lucky. Hey, it works for me. (laughs) But for some odd reason in our Western culture, um, in America especially, Friday or just the number 13 is unlucky. Which would explain why in hotels they don't have the 13th room or the 13th floor. Yeah. That's That's one of the reasons because it's just so unlucky. One of the theories is actually way back in ancient mythology. Uh, this, a part of a Norse myth. It was during this myth, 12 gods were having a dinner party. And they're all having fun. They're all, you know, getting. They're, they're getting crazy. Yeah, you know, they're gods. What are they gonna do? When gonna go, a 13th guest showed up uninvited. And who this North god who showed up uninvited? Loki. Well, that explains it. <laughs> that explains it. And because the number 13 is bad, and he was the 13th guest, something bad happened. Loki shot the god of joy and happiness, whose name was Balder. Poor Boulder. I know. Because he was the 13th guest, someone had to be shot. Well, that made it back to 12 again. So, <laughs> right? Party going. <laughs> so another thing is actually due to Christianity. Okay. Some people believe that it originates from where the Last Supper was. There were 13 guests who sat around the table at the Last Supper, which was the day before Friday, the day that Jesus was crucified. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking that 13th guest was probably Judas, the one who ratted out Jesus Mm -hmm. and caused him to die. So there's that other thing. That 13th guest is now going to cause someone to die. I feel bad for the kids who are born on the 13th, like just a random 13 day for their 13th birthday. What if that lands on a Friday? Oh. They're turning 13th on Friday the 13th. That would suck. Well, I'm sure it's happened. Sure has. (laughs) I wonder how their day would be going. That would be their golden birthday. Yes. That's one thing of the Christian superstition maybe possibly going with the number 13. So because of that, again... No 13th floor. There are some people who won't go to stay in rooms with the number 13 in it. They're not going to sit in the 13th row out of an airplane because, you know, that's just going to, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we've kind of discussed why maybe the number 13 is bad, maybe here's a couple reasons why Friday is also an unlucky day. See, I always love Fridays. I love Fridays, too. I mean, I think they're the best. Everyone loves Fridays. Especially Friday, like, after whatever time you get off work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the best. So, for me, it's every other Friday? (laughs) Either way, Fridays are good, generally. Yes. But in the past, they were maybe thought of as being bad. Why? There is something out there. Obviously, this cannot be proven, like, ever. But it's something that someone speculated that... Just as Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Which, yes. Fridays also may be said to be the day that Eve gave Adam the apple. Interesting. And... But how does that work? Would they have, like, a calendar or a set set of days? Well, I'm sure they did. It's just the two of them. Why? But, see, God had a set of days. Well, he had the seven days. Yes, I understand that. So he kind of created the calendar just by that. Yeah. Okay, I see where you're going. Okay. And this is where my... Yeah. Yeah, I know things about the Bible I'm drunk. <laughs> it also is maybe said that Cain killed his brother Abel on a Friday. In 1907, there was an author named Thomas William Lawson who wrote a book called Friday the 13th. Now, in this book, it's about a broker on Wall Street who uses the fact that Friday the 13th is an unlucky day to kind of create a panic in Wall Street, which then he kind of manipulates. So, you know. So that's just smart. He's using <laughs> people's fear to get ahead. Very smart. But it, it's funny because this whole thing about Friday the 13th, it seems like it's always been there, but it hasn't technically always been there. And he, he used this notion to write a book. And it's just like, but where did it come from? And I know we just spoke about maybe possibly where it came from, but it, it's really hard to explain it. Yeah, but it's like, okay, you have a random, let's say, 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they haven't been around for all the other stuff. They've heard about it. They've learned about it. But unless you do the research, you don't think about, you know, Friday being a bad day or 13th being unlucky. So why does a random 20-year-old have a fear of Friday the 13th? No, exactly. And it's it's just something that kind of happens. I mean, for a cultures, I mean, I know you and I discussed the other day that um, it's not always Friday the 13th in some; it was Tuesday the 13th. It's something that happens culturally, and I, I suppose it's more of a you're looking for reasons as to why you're having such a bad day. Oh, it's a shitty day. It must be because it's Friday the 13th. Exactly. That's what a lot of uh, a lot of people are thinking there is a man his name was captain william fowler who created a club called the 13 club all right he kind of of he seemed to notice that his life kind of revolved around the number 13
1: and it is kind of
0: weird how the number 13 comes up so much in his life he was the 13th member of the ancient Arabic order of the nobles of the mystic shrine. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. And this is one of 13 secret and social organizations to which he belonged in. Interesting. When he was younger, he went to Manhattan's public school, number 13. He graduated at the age of 13. By the way, he was born in 1827. So this is the 1800s. That's... Apparently, you can graduate school at the age of thirteen back then. Well, if you only live to be like forty. Yeah, then it makes sense to graduate <laughs> at thirteen. I guess he was later employed as a builder. He erected thirteen structures in New York. On April thirteenth of eighteen sixty-one, he went to Washington at the head of one hundred Union volunteers and fought in thirteen battles of the Civil War. He resigned on August 13th of 1863, and on September 13th of that same year, he bought a building on 6th Avenue, and he named it the Knickerbocker Cottage. (laughs) Eventually, he sold this property on Friday, April 13th of 1883. Nice. So, since the number 13... I wonder if he planned any of that. Well, obviously, when he was younger, he couldn't have planned all of that. Not younger of it, but, like, somebody else was like, oh, I'm going to buy my house on the 13th, and I'm going to do this on the 13th. I'm sure eventually he started doing things consciously on the 13th because of that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think when he was younger, that whole 13 just kept happening. I do well, he, he saw a pattern in his life, and he went with it. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. But he's figuring since 13... Was in his life for so long. And nothing really bad happened in his life. Still alive. Still kicking. He's good. And yet the unlucky number was in his life so much. So he decided to start the 13 Club. He had to find 12 other people to be in his 13 Club. Because you have to have 13 people in the 13 Club. At 8.13pm on Friday, January 13th of 1882... In room 13 of his Knickerbocker cottage, he and the 12 men he found over the past year, because it took him that long to find many people who would do this with him, and they came together for dinner. In order to get to the dinner table, they had to pass underneath a ladder. <laughs> do they have to pass a black cat? I'm not sure. That would have been really funny, though. <laughs> There was 13 candles on the table. There were 13 courses. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. I guess one of, one of the um, the food choices that they had was a lobster salad molded into coffin shapes. That's fantastic. <laughs> he went all out he did uh, they they had a banner up in in this room during the dinner and it was in Latin. I don't know how to read Latin guys I'm sorry. It was Morturi de Salutamos. Salutamos? Which means what? Which means those of us who are about to die salute you. Did they all die? No. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wait, could he get out of these 13 people and on the 13th day decided not, to kill all of them? No, it's not that. No. It's that because all the things that are happening and what they're doing is doing all of this stuff that people consider to be bad luck. That makes sense. So they're doing it all at once. And even with the banner, it's like, pretty much, it's like, you don't invite death. But these guys were like, no, screw that. We're going to, okay, if we're going to die, come on. Makes sense. Bring it on. That's so why they need the black cat. They need to break a mirror. They need to do something with a window and the salt going oh, over your shoulder. Yeah. And- salt. They had salts, uh, the salt things lay toppled over all over the table. <laughs> they spilled all of the salt. But obviously, because this is what I do, they were not allowed to do this, was to take a pinch of the salt and throw it over their shoulder. Could not do that. Isn't that one of your phobias? It is one of mine. I <laughs> I do that. If I ever spill the salt, I do have to take a little bit and throw it over my shoulder. Tyler thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> you are a little bit. Well, you know. In, but a, in a lovable kind of way, Heather. I was going to say, isn't it like, kind of cute? I don't know. <laughs> I've never personally seen you do it, but next time we go to dinner, I'm going to purposely knock it over in front of you <laughs> just to see if you do it. I will. I'm going to test you. I will. Well, honestly, though, it's the person who knocks over the salt needs to do it. I will make you knock it over. Oh, you can't make me knock it over. Sure, I'm, I'm going to hand you my infant at the same time you're going <laughs> to knock over the salt while you're trying to grab the kid. No, then it's the kid's fault. How are you going to make an infant throw salt over his shoulder? You now, why? Are you going to hold him up? Like, okay, I've done I know you're like <laughs> four months old, but we're going to take some salt with your fingers and throw it over your shoulder while I stabilize you. I've done it to Rylan. <laughs> that is funny. He knocked over the salt, and I'm like, dude, you need to throw some over your shoulder. And he's like, what? So I took his hand made him pick up salt, and I did this to him. And I took the his hand. She motions, <laughs> throwing it over her shoulder. <laughs> yes. Again, they, they can't see us, Heather. I know. <laughs> but I did. I did that to that, him. That is funny. I'm instilling my weird superstitions on my children. I'm just like any other family. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're normal. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh no, my, like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Uh. Okay, back on track. <laughs> So this was the Thirteen Club. (laughs) I would totally join the Thirteen Club. I know. I don't think I would. That's because of the salt. Yeah. Or do you think all of it together? I think all of it together is just kind of inviting bad things to happen to you. But as I go on to the Thirteen Club, they had many dinners afterwards following the same kind of pattern, doing all the other kind of stuff that would invite bad luck upon you. I'm curious if they would have done it with Twelve and fourteen. 12 or 14 or something bad would have happened. But because for him, 13 was lucky. Well, not necessarily. I think he started this club because so many people thought that 13 was unlucky that he started this club to prove that it's not. In his fashion, he reported on their annual meetings, because I did it on all the 13th. And he said, out of the entire role of membership, whether they have participated or not at the banquet table... Not a single member is dead. What about injured or... Really? Or has even had a serious illness. <laughs> see, I'm trying not to read your notes. Even though I could kind of see I them, I'm, like, I'm not going to look. I just, I'm going to do my normal banter stuff. <laughs> yeah. According to him, all of the members for the past 12 months had been very healthy and fortunate even. After going to the dinners. I wonder what would have happened... On the thirteenth dinner of the thirteenth month on the thirteenth day. Oh, I wonder if it would have landed on. Well, think about it. So you did a year. So the next, obviously, the next month would be your thirteenth month of doing it. Yeah. Right. So it's not technically a year, but it would be your thirteenth month. So what if the thirteenth month of your annual dinner landed on Friday the thirteenth, and then you had all the other stuff go along with it? If then, like. So many stuff, Palo. Like, you just That's, need to yeah. have one more. You just had to put that the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know how long it went on for. It It's hard because not very many people have heard of the 13 Club. It was actually quite the big thing when it started. Because everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are all going to die. <laughs> yeah, everyone was just so worried about it. And it was in the newspapers, and it was even as in the newspapers as late as the 1920s. But after that, it just kind of faded out of existence, and people forgot all about it. We should start When up. I don't want to. Who wants to join us? I'm not. You will do... we'll, we'll skip the salt part. Well, it's... I don't know. <laughs> if you don't knock over the salt, then you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. So... I guess. will knock over all the salt. No, but then I'm going to make you do it. Well, I'll have a random person in the club that you don't know do it before you get there. <laughs> so when you show up, all the salt's already out. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. No, because then you'd go around and make every single person in the room do it. Just Christians and giggles. I probably would. <laughs> the, in the 13 Club, there were actually four former presidents that were part of it. Really? Yeah. Chester A. Arthur... Never heard of that with president. He didn't do anything that was that big. Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Theodore Roosevelt. Hmm. They were all part of the 13 Club. Interesting. Yeah. So, obviously, they proved that 13 wasn't that bad. I'm sure not everybody will agree with that, just as the people we are about to talk about. now According to statistics... Friday the 13th is actually not any more dangerous than any other day. Statistically. You know why People are probably being more cautious as they're driving or going to work. You know, they're being more cautious about what they're doing throughout the day because it's supposed to be an unlucky day. So you're being more careful about what's going on. Possibly. Honestly, most of the time I even forget it's Friday the 13th until I realize, oh, hey, it's Friday the 13th. Or your random neighbor texts you like, hey, it's Friday the 13th this Friday. Yeah, or that. I honestly wouldn't. Y- and it's so funny because I get on social media every day and I saw that meme. I saw it. I saw that this Friday was going to be Friday the 13th and something about it being a full moon. But you know what? Completely left my head. I just think it's funny that I haven't been at work in over six weeks. And, and I knew it was Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> it just leaves my head. I can't help it. So let's talk about a few things that happen on Friday the 13th. There is a man named Sam Patch. Sam Patch was a daredevil. Much like Evil Can Evil, except what Sam Patch did was jumped from great heights into water okay. and survived. His major thing that he did was he jumped off a cliff near Niagara Falls. Alrighty. He was born around 1800. The Friday the 13th superstitions were still around. They were kind of sort of still there. They were starting, at least, I think. What most people can tell. So he would jump off of things. The Niagara Leap made him a national name. Everyone knew him. Sam Patch. What a guy. He can jump high from high places and survive. Wow. There goes my book. (laughs) He was going to do the most amazing jump. 10,000 people gathered to watch him leap from... Genesee Falls, and I don't think he realized this, but it happened to be on Friday, November thirteenth of eighteen twenty-nine. Unfortunately, when he did his jump, he was maybe possibly a little intoxicated. Because you know, everyone needs a little courage <laughs> yeah. to do stupid stuff. You know, I don't know. According to some of the people who were there, he did not retain the position that he normally did. While falling and striking the water, so that probably is what killed him. So instead of doing a dive, he did a belly flop. Our son, maybe? (laughs) Unfortunately, Sam Patch died on Friday the 13th. Poor guy. Poor guy. Not enough liquid courage or too much liquid courage. On January 13th of 1939, which happened to be a Friday... A bushfire went through uh, Victoria, Australia. Killed about 36 people in one day. Horrible fire season. It was super dry. It was just a lot of bad stuff. A total of 71 people died. And 75% of Victoria was affected by all the fire. That sucks. Yeah. On that Friday is basically when the fire started. Hold whole new meaning to the name Black Friday. Yes, yes, they call they called it Black Friday, which is not like our normal Black Friday's here in the U.S. This is Black Friday's in the U.S. Those are days where you don't go out. No, I don't leave my house ever. No, thank you. Total, about 1,300 buildings, including 700 homes, were destroyed in the fires. That started on Friday the 13th. Bad luck. Bad luck. All right, during World War II, as we all know, uh, the Nazis decided to bomb England a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so we all know that. During one of their bombing campaigns, one of the most destructive bombings occurred on Friday the 13th of September, uh, 1940. Queen Elizabeth and King George sixth were drinking tea. Five bombs struck the palace. One destroyed the interior of the Royal Chapel... And additional bombings would follow, but the palace did survive the war with only slight damage. But this one on Friday the 13th, the palace did get hit. Hmm. Friday, July 13th of 1951. This happened in northeastern Kansas. Apparently rain had been coming down pretty hard and heavy since early July. It brought it up to 16 inches, which would be 40 centimeters for people across the pond. That listen, yes, that, that is a pretty good amount. On that Friday the 13th, records were broken, of course. In Topeka, the Kansas River rose to 40.8 feet, which would be 12.4 meters, which was 14.8 feet or 4.5 meters above flood stage and 6 feet or 1.8 meters higher than any flood Ever measured to that date that's a lot of rain that's a lot of water let's go swimming I mean you probably could in the middle of the street well honestly you could because in the middle of Topeka and Lawrence in the middle of the cities the, the business district of it the water stood at 8 feet deep damn or 2.4 meters this is why you always have a canoe in your house <laughs> right always gotta have a boat doesn't matter if you live in the desert or just like anywhere. Just always have a boat because you never. No, it was it was the worst flood destruction to that date. It was awful. Twenty eight people died. Five hundred thousand people were displaced because until the waters receded, there was an estimated damage of nine hundred and thirty five million dollars at the time. In today's money, that would be six point four billion dollars. Damn. That's some bad flood. Okay, this is why you live on the top of a mountain? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The deadliest tropical cyclone in history struck on Friday, November 13th of 1970. And this occurred in Bangladesh. It killed at least 300,000 people. It was equivalent to a Category 3 hurricane. With winds up to 115 miles per hour or 185 kilometers per hour. So basically, all you have to do is take a jacket and make it into a poncho and you can go (laughs) fly. You probably could. (laughs) Uh, It was just, it was a really bad storm. Of course, it happened on Friday the 13th. And you know, it it sucks during this. They did a little study here and the, the people who survived, the survival rate was for adult males between ages 15 to 49. So women were screwed. Basically, a lot of women died. Because we were we're lighter than men, so we kind of flew away. I think the reason that they were thinking is because a lot of those people who survived were able to uh, hold on to trees. That makes sense. And apparently weaker people who couldn't hold on to the trees died. Buffalo, New York, obviously, gets a lot of snow, right? Winter, lots of snow. New York. Uh, uh, upper New York, yeah, New York always gets lots of snow. All right, you say that. How much snow do you suppose they get in the middle of October? Depends on the state and the year and the winter. I don't think they'd get that much snow in October, but I've seen snow in September. On Friday, October thirteenth of two thousand and six, they got twenty-two inches of snow. That's fifty-six centimeters. Snow light. <laughs> it's a lot of snow. It was dubbed Friday the 13th blizzard. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, so much snow fell, it was super heavy and wet, obviously, because that's snow. And because the trees had not yet lost all their leaves, the branches were just snapping under the weight. So there was a lot of down trees or down huge limbs because of the snow, which left almost one million people that lost power for up to a week. Because of the blizzard. Much craziness. Go oh, Friday the 13th blizzard. Yay! <laughs> These people do not think that Friday the 13th is lucky. January 13th. Friday. Of 2012. There were, people were enjoying their cruise. They were going on a cruise in Tuscan Coast. When it turned bad. How bad? Well, the cruise ship struck a reef... And began to tilt. At first, the passengers were evacuated by lifeboat, But as the ship came to rest on its side in the shallow water, survivors had to be airlifted to shore by helicopter. That's crazy. 32 people died in the wreck. The salvage operation for the cruise ship took 19 hours to raise up the ship from the reef where it came to rest. The captain of the ship, whose name was Francesco... Shanito. He was arrested for manslaughter and for abandoning the ship instead of directing the evacuation. You never do that. The captain of the ship always stays with the ship to the end. That's what they're supposed to do. Yes, but no, so he got caught and thrown in jail. So when you start talking about cruise ships, my mind automatically went to the Titanic. I'm like, how funny would that be if the Titanic actually sank on Friday the 13th? That would be funny, but I don't think it did. No, I think it was was between April 14th and Uh, April 15th of 1912. Yeah, 14th and 15th. They just missed the 13th. I know, right? But how... Not that this is awesome, but how awesome would it be if it did sink on Friday the 13th? All right. Back in 2010, it was reported that a boy, who just so happened to be 13 years old, was... Struck by lightning. Ah poor baby. While enjoying an afternoon air show in England. He only received minor burns. He's okay, he's still alive, but he was struck by lightning. So thirteen year old on Friday the thirteenth got struck by lightning. Also, reportedly the lightning struck at exactly one thirteen. Which is funny because in military time twenty-four hour time it's thirteen hundred. So it'd be 13-13. 13-13. Oh my god. It's so creepy. Only when you look up stuff. I know, but it's still creepy. Another thing that happened uh, across the pond. In North Wales, there was a bus conductor whose name was Bob Renfrey. He claimed multiple issues happening on Friday the 13th over many years, which included four car crashes, losing his job, falling into a river, and crashing his motorcycle. So he needs to stay home? Well, fortunately, oh, he died. Oh, poor guy. His wife tried to schedule his funeral for a Friday the 13th, but all the local undertakers were too busy that day. <laughs> this guy just can't catch a break. <laughs> poor guy. Poor Bob. Oh, poor Bob. <laughs> In New York City, a man named Daz Baxter was so afraid on Friday the 13th, that in August of 1976, he decided to stay home. I thought that was a bad idea. Yeah, unfortunately, that plan backfired when the floor beneath his bed caved in and he plummeted down six floors to his death. Poor guy. He didn't even get out of bed and he still died on Friday the 13th. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) It's a bad day. I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to stay in bed, nonetheless. And he still dies. (laughs) I know. And here's the last thing, guys. This is something to look forward to. Yay. Friday on April 13th of the year 2029, which is it's Friday the 13th, scientists have had their eyes on an asteroid. And they've been having their eyes on it for years with high concern that it might actually collide with Earth on that day. Friday the 13th of 2029. I don't believe it. No, they don't either. They seem to think that it's more likely that it's just going to get very close to us before looping around. That'll be fun to watch. It would be. Like, if it comes that close. How old are we going to be? Is 20, 20, 29? Let's see. it will be 10 years older than you are now. Oh, well, that's not bad. I'll yeah. oh, well, only be 41. I'll be t- 38. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically 37, because my birthday is until the end of the month. There we go. Oh, so. that's fine. Yeah, it's only in 10 years. Oh, yeah. A lot really of things cool. can happen in 10 years. hmm We're going to go out and watch it. Yes. <laughs> Set a date and calendar. Yeah. I right know. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. We'll sit on the roofs of our two-story houses. It'll be fun. Now, do you want to... I-, I do have a question. I have more if you want to discuss more, or we can stop it now, and I can do a whole other episode on it. Let's save it for a backup episode. Okay. I can do that. Alright, all right. well give me a joke then. Alright, just for the spirit of Friday the 13th, I'm going to read the 13th joke in this book. Oh, heck yeah. You ready? I am. Why did the dad not like sushi? Why? Because it smelled a little fishy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> fishy. I love sushi. You know what's funny? Up until I met my husband, I did not like sushi. Yeah. I thought sushi was disgusting. And I think part of it is because I let my mom influence me a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. And mind you, when I first met my husband, I was 20 when I met him. Mm-hmm. So I done a lot, but I was still really young. And my mom hates sushi. My dad loves sushi. My dad's never allowed to eat sushi because my mom can't stand it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I thought sushi was bad. And then the, every time my brother ate sushi, he always got sick. Yeah. Turns out he always bought sushi from a gas station. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So I like was surrounded by sushi's nasty. Sh- sushi's bad. Don't eat sushi. You just got to get it the right place. And then I met my husband. Yeah. Who took me. I mean, you know him. Asakusa. I love that no, place. He took me to Kudo's, actually. Oh, Kudo's is good. Yes. And so that's where I first had my um, soft shelf crab mm-hmm. and sushi. And he puts the thing of sushi in front of me. I'm like, honey, I don't like sushi. What kind of sushi was it? It was just the California roll. like just oh, the okay. simple you know, sure. beginner sushi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat that. I don't like sushi. And mind you, prior to this, I told him that I'd try everything once. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can't knock it until you try it. Yeah. And he smiles and goes, have you ever tried it? <laughs> and I said, no. And he goes, good, eat. <laughs> and for the last seven years, I've been eating sushi. <sighs> you know what my favorite kind of sushi is? Eel. I've never had eel. Eel is so good. I don't like octopus. It's too squishy. Eel is not squishy. Okay. It is. It's an interesting texture. It is rougher. It's not chewy, but it doesn't break apart like fish. But it feels kind of rough on your tongue. Alrighty. It, it's it's a good flavor. I'll have to try it. I got it at Asakusa, and it was really good. You know, what? I like I like my sushi with wasabi. And um, soy sauce mixed. See, I like a, uh, I know it's gonna sound weird, ginyam sauce. I don't but think I've had that. Really? Yeah. I have some at home. I'll have for you to try it. We should just go out for sushi sometime. Okay. <laughs> we'll no, go get some so sushi. You know the, uh, say the name again of the wasabi? Yes. It's green. It looks like avocado. Yes. So, my husband and I were both in the military, and I was not there when this happened. Uh-huh. But my husband and a group of his Army buddies went out to dinner and they were having sushi and one of the guys who wasn't keen on all the stuff saw mm. it and it's like, Oh, avocado, and took a huge spoonful oh, of it and showed it no. all in his mouth at the same time. Oh no. I have a picture of it back home, but his like he's a pale white guy, and, like he's <laughs> tall too. And his entire face is like neon red. And I swear <laughs> if it was a cartoon, he'd have steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> so great. Oh, I want to be there for that. <laughs> it's hilarious. So now every time we see him, we pick on him, ask if he wants some more avocado. <laughs> it's so great. That poor guy. I know. It's so funny. Though. He's a good guy. He's He took a good character. But I still feel bad for him because I heard about it. I'm like, don't touch the green sauce. That's really funny. Well, if you want to get a hold of us, my email is heather at com. Please email us in with your personal stories because I want to do personal stories so bad. So, if you know anybody with some personal stories, have them email us. Again, heather at fortwardpodcast.com. You spell Heather. H-E-A-T-H-E-R. There literally is only one way to spell Heather. You can figure it out. (laughs) Also, guys, if there's an episode that you want us to talk about or any research you want us to do, please let us know. Also, if you leave any comments, I'll read them. Yes, Taryn will read them on the air as long as I actually check to see that we have comments. I sometimes forget that. Sorry. I'll remind you. Thanks. Okay. (laughs) Next Friday the 13th. (laughs) That's tomorrow. I said next one. Oh. Okay. What is the next one? I don't know. I think there's two of them this year. Oh, there is. December 13th. Is a Friday. December 13th. Okay. Well, we're doing this on the first one. (laughs) All right. You can also get a hold of us at uh, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And that's at Fort Weird Pod. Not podcast. Just pod. P-O-D. Our website is fortweirdpodcast.com, and you can also find us on YouTube, Fort Weird Podcast, right on YouTube. We're there. And eventually there will be a picture of the chicken people. Eventually. We're working on it. We're not even to that to that episode yet <laughs> with releasing things. Because then I'll put the crayons back. That's, no, leave them out. It's fine. Darn. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us this week. I just want everyone to know that on this Friday the 13th, if you are afraid, that's fine. I'm okay. You know what? I have my salt thing. You guys have your Friday the 13th thing. That's cool. Stay at home. Stay in bed as long as you're on the first floor. I was about to say something like, if you're on the sixth floor, you might want to be careful. <laughs> Stay on the first floor in bed; you'll be fine. Avoid the black cats. Avoid, yep. Mirrors, windows. Yep. Ladders. Yep. Ladder, yes, ladders. Stay away from all salt. Don't spill any. Dinner's and gonna be bland without salt, Heather. You guys will be fine. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye has ever seen. you just on eggs. be oh. to on a new it the the existence of this.